Welcome to Just Add Butter. I'm Brian. And I'm Steven. We discuss keto, weight loss, and everything that drives us crazy about them both. So sit back, grab your favorite keto snack, and just add butter. Welcome to episode number 23 of Just Add Butter. Vinte Trace. Oh, you actually, Ooh. did you look it up? Or you looked it No, up? I just know, I know the 20s. I know the uh, 20s for no reason. I don't know what it is. Okay. But uh, so we learned it. I got, a, I got some bad advice recently, Brian. Oh, did you? What was it about? It was about investing. And uh, I jumped into the AMC craze. And I, I wasn't hugely invested. I put 150 bucks in thinking like, I'm going to be a millionaire. And I lost. I, I lost a lot of money there. And I've been upset about it. And so um, as I see everyone going to the moon with everything else, I'm just trying yeah. to say like, hey, lower your expectations. You're not going to get rich type of thing, lower, right? Lowered expectations. That's what yeah. you do. And so uh, I'm, I'm a downer after all. But anyways, um, today we're talking about... I feel your pain. I really do. <laughs> yeah. So. We're talking about bad advice that we've gotten on this keto journey. Yeah. And, just like uh, overall wellness journey. Like just... Uh, what kind of advice we got? We even got joined by a uh, another keto spurt. I guess hello, keto hello, spurt. happy hello, 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 hello. Four hellos, four H's. You like to call her quadruple H. I call her quadruple H. I like to call her four H. Yeah. So because it's huge. That's a four H was a huge farming thing. Showed cows oh, and sheep. It fit fit perfectly into what we're doing here. It's fit perfectly. I don't know how farming so. fits into it, but um, anyways, hello, healthy. She's hello, from Northeast happy. Ohio, man. So. Uh, joined us on the uh, on the podcast today to talk through bad advice that we've received Mm -hmm. and uh, some good advice to kind of back those things up and give you the real the real scoop on things you learn a lot of truth facts about her she had four sets of uh, wisdom teeth weird yeah and she has no eyes and no eyes this is it's straight she can't see but she's they let her drive in cleveland that's just that's northeast ohio's driving laws so that's exactly it uh, but anyways, here is Taylor, a.k.a. Hello Healthy, Hello Happy. We are now joined by our uh, 4-H sister in Northeast Ohio. Hello Healthy, Hello Happy. Miss Taylor, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, we're doing pretty good. Pretty good overall. It's, a, it's, it's a pretty good. good. Yeah. Yeah, like as good as you can be for like living in Texas. I mean, we're Texas better anywhere else. Way better than, than anywhere. So this is the best that you can live in. I got to tell you guys something. I was just at a communion party and afterwards they went out for barbecue. Oh, I'm so sorry. Cause it wasn't Texas barbecue. Yeah. And we had a conversation about Texas barbecue versus like North Carolina barbecue. And half of the people are from Texas. Oh, good. And I was like, and I was like, clearly North Carolina barbecue is better. And they were like, you're right. So they said you were right. No, actually I'm lying. They didn't say that. They were like, you're an idiot. No, no. I, I, it's, it's very on brand for you, uh, but to be the only person to come in and, and immediately talk trash on the podcast, this is, this is a first <laughs> for us and just the straight, you know, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are great. I would only <laughs> join a podcast with great people and you guys really are great. Oh, we appreciate it. Uh, so today we're talking about, uh, bad advice, uh, specifically around keto, but if you have, you know, someone prompted you to get a haircut that like years later you can look back at and be like oh why did i do that that's why steven's Uh, wearing a hat exactly no that's true uh truth facts there um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah keto keto bad advice that's what we're gonna be talking through today 
um, there's a lot out there. It's uh, yeah. especially from normies getting into it. They get bombarded. Uh, Brian has some uh, PTSD from his Facebook groups that he joined. Facebook Karens. Oh. And it's, you, you, did you ever do the keto for beginners on Facebook? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm in it. That, that, that. I'm pretty sure itself, I was the Karen. Like <laughs> that in itself. I mean, most likely, I don't know, but like most of the people would post like pictures of bacon and they're like, Hey, if it's not this type of bacon, you're going to do this wrong and do it. And I was like, Oh my God, just let them do what they're doing right now. Let them figure it out. So you're not eating ask, nitrate free bacon, you're probably gonna die. You're just like it's oh, insane. But like we we like I was like, this is this guy stop. New people are like, hey, you know, I did this and this and this, and they're like, you are not doing that, it has too much sugar. Uh kind of like you are with like the maltolol and you know, dextrin, whatever that stuff, the made up chemicals that you guys think actually like raise like <laughs> glycemic indexes. So <laughs> So he was telling me, Brian was telling me about his uh, Atkins M&Ms. And I'm yeah. like, I try, I try not to be a jerk. I really do. I mean, it's uh, hard for me. She was a jerk. She ruined it. So I'm and then like, Keto Snacks doubled down on it. <laughs> I know. You know I, I listened to your podcast and he was talking about it. I'm like, okay, I like this kid. Those, yeah. th- that was like the one piece of happiness I had left. And now they're gone. And I'm just, uh, I just walk around the house all day doing, like you know staring mean? out windows, holding like a hot cup of coffee, just, you know, very contemplative. Uh, do you add butter to your coffee? Well, I, I do you, have to. Do you just add butter? Oh. Just add butter. That's that's it. So they're they're already listening. You don't have uh, to. If, plug it. For those that don't know, we are we are joined by Hello Miserable, Hello Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. As we talk about the best advice for keto and the worst advice that you could take. So, um, speaking of that, Taylor, what was one of the like beginning of your keto journey? Let's go back. Let's let's take well, you yeah, back yeah. a few years. <clears throat> What was one, 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 what was one bit of advice that like has you scratching your head now of like normie advice or somebody that was doing it and that just threw you off? Give us, if I could, if I could jump in first, before we we get into the bad advice, um, I don't know if everyone knows, you know, how you got started, your kind of background into keto. Um, I know a lot of people have probably seen your, uh, crazy (laughs) recipes and like awesome photography, but if you can, uh, phenomenal, just kind of tell us your, your like weight loss journey story, your keto story. That'd be great. Sure. So I started like three years ago. I decided to just jump into it. I gave it up for Lent. I'm Catholic. So I knew I would stick with it for at least 40 days. So I got 40 days into it. And I started because my sister's uh, boyfriend, fiance now um, did it. And he had some success and he was like, Hey, try this bar. And I'm like, Holy crap, this is kind of good. It's sweet. Like if I could eat 800 donuts a day, I will like, that's just like, I love food. So I have to find something that you know, coincides with my love of food. So I did that for 40 days and I ended up losing like 20 pounds in 40 days. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I I ended up losing 120 pounds total. And then I gained like 15 back because, you know, like, you know, like the COVID 15, it happens. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'll lose it. I'm working on it. No shame in that Um, game. Yeah. So really I just jumped into it and that's actually kind of one of my, um, advice that I used to give people was just jump into it. Just stop eating carbs. And honestly, I think that's really terrible advice. I don't think you should just jump into <laughs> something. So you've listened like, to the show that we're like, that's the one thing we advise not to do right off the bat. So yeah, I, and crazy. I did it. Yeah. yeah, I would just I jumped into it. And thank God it worked. And I didn't really get like the whole keto flu thing. But like that could really deter somebody from continuing oh, yeah. this way of life because you feel like crap at first if you do it wrong. 
And there's a lot of easy ways to do it wrong too. Oh yeah. I mean, with, with any diet, you can do anything, any sort of diet incorrectly and you're not going to enjoy it. So that's like, I think like for me, if I were to say I gave any bad advice, it would be to jump into it. Like first off, you should check with your doctor, no matter what, check with your doctor. And I know it'll be hard sometimes to find a doctor that's like, yeah, the keto diet is good, you know, cause they do follow the American Heart Association recommendations and that's typical and that diet works too, but so does the keto diet. So finding a doctor that understands the keto diet and will work with you is definitely important and just research the crap out of it. Damn, right there. So I have a great relationship with my doctor. Uh, never... It's a weird relationship with you. I'm doctor. pretty sure we talk about this a lot. Yeah, just and, uh, texting at like three in the morning. Being like, I mean, we hey, almost doctor, have the same exact up? haircut too. Like my doctor has almost the exact same haircut as I do. So I mean, we're we're basically best friends, and I just have to pay him. So that's just like the. So it's kind of like Stephen and mine's relationship. Yeah, yeah relationship. Typical. I have to pay him to be my friend too. So that's just just where it's at. And then support. My it's actually lifestyle. a grant from the state um that pays me too i don't think <laughs> we're underprivileged fat guys so. <laughs> great uh awesome so now that i've derailed uh brian's question completely let's get back to it and uh outside of the bad advice that you have given people what is some of the worst advice that you got when you started so um when i first started my, my oldest sister had her own weight loss journey she ended up losing 120 pounds she's a physique a physique bodybuilder now um, and so it's like the opposite of my diet. She eats uh, boiled chicken and a can of green beans and so pro. 12 almonds. Oh, you got to have that pro. So yeah. So yeah, you got to get that pro in and that was her diet and it works for her and it's healthy yeah. and she's fine. And that's great. So when she heard what I was doing, she's like, you're going to get uh, XYZ insert some sort of health problem. No matter what you're going to, you're going to have um, a health problem. And so I just got a, I went to the doctor. My blood pressure was like 119 over 80. My glucose was, my glucose is always perfect. My cholesterol is perfect. The only thing that was not good is uh, my vitamin D levels. They were low, but that's because I live in Ohio. And (laughs) (laughs) so like, so like, I think that's the worst thing is that the misconception and like the just the, yeah, the misconception that you're going to get sick if you do this diet, because it is not the typical diet. No, no, it's not. It's, it's a, it's a very macro based diet. Cause it, there was those macroholics that, you know, I, I dealt with those people prior to keto that tracked a certain amount of this, a certain amount of that. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they ate anything like they would eat anything if it fit their macros. And so like, I, I get it. It works for some people. It doesn't work for other people. Uh, and that's the one thing that like Steven, I've talked about, about keto is that it's worked for us, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody. And so right. that's the, uh, <clears throat> Kind of bad advice that I would say um, is that just do keto is the best way to lose weight. I hear that quite a bit when people talk about my health journey, like like we'll be on a conference call with work. They'll say, hey, just do keto. Brian did it. He lost 120 pounds. And it's like, it's it's not just like following through your body reacts differently to every, everybody's different. You know, not everybody's right. a 70, 25, whatever the rest five, you know what I mean? So math, math is hard <laughs> on a Sunday evening. <laughs> Uh, especially when you spent half your afternoon in the shred shed. So the, the one thing is that one of the worst advice that, that I see now is just do keto. It's the best way to lose weight. And yeah, like we all know, like Steven's lost 80 pounds or 80 plus pounds, I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. I've lost 120 pounds. You've lost 120. 
uh, pounds. And it just shows that it, it works with the three individuals that are on this call right now and on this, uh, on this episode. But like, it's not easy for a lot of people. Like the first thing you have to ask yourself, can I sustain this for a long period of time? Because when you're going into the keto lifestyle and the keto diet, um, sustainability is, is key. Like if you can't sustain for at least six months on keto, you're not going to be successful. You're going to, you're going to continue to roller coaster ride it. So you have to plan ahead. Like I, like you said, you jumped in and it just worked. That doesn't happen with a lot of people with me. I planned for months before I jumped into keto because I overanalyze everything. That's just my, my downfall is I like to analyze. I like to plan. I have to have everything, you know, I have to have my ducks in a row so I can kick them over and be done with it. And so that's the whole situation here's keto is not always the best for everybody. So if you have, if you hear that, and that's one thing that I'm going to start addressing, uh, especially on, um, with my friends and my coworkers and even on Instagram with followers and such is it it's the better advice is keto is one option to actually lose weight, mm-hmm. but you have to think of it as a long-term thing. Can you do this lifestyle for that long a time? Can you go with the, out this for that long a time? Can you accept the substitutes that are there? So that, that would be my better advice is keto is an option, but find what works for you. You know, that's the one thing. So listeners, keto is an option, but find what works for you. If it doesn't work for you, find something else. It's okay. You didn't fail at it. You just have to find what works for your body. And within that keto diet, there are so many variations. So what you did to lose 120 pounds, Brian, and what you did to lose 80 plus pounds, Stephen, and what I did to lose 120 pounds, I guarantee you it's a hundred percent different. It just is. It just is. And I think that's okay. And I think like we said, with like the Facebook Karens, if it worked for you one way, it's, 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 uh, it's human nature to say, well, this is the way to do it. And that's hard to like break out. I mean, that is human nature, but it's hard to break out and say, well, crap, look at what, uh, Steven's doing. Maybe I should try to work that into my lifestyle. So like keto diet, like the keto diet is really, um, a goal to get to a metabolic state. A keto diet doesn't like, you can't say this is a keto diet. A keto diet is a goal to get to that metabolic state and to get to that metabolic state, it's going to be varied ways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just talked to someone yesterday and Brian and I both hated the egg fast. And I think you're a fan of it. And I freaking so love just, it. I love eggs. So is this, I mean, I love eggs too, but like I hated the egg fast and like, so everyone's journey is different there. And I think when a lot of people start up, and like I've talked about this before, like that a blog post that I've made was just like, don't start keto. That's the first step to doing keto is, is not to start. And it, because like, I, I, I don't want people to go in with that mindset of like just jumping in. Right. Cause like you, you, it's hard to like build some of those like foundational elements to a successful weight loss journey just by jumping in. And like my hat's off to you that you were able to have as much success as you did just jumping into it. And I, I don't think that most people could do that, but I think it's, it's something that we're, like I said, I tell them not to, cause I just want them to like understand where they are today. Like just, just track what you're eating, get a, like know yourself because it's so easy to not think about that snack you had at 3 PM. It's so easy not to think about like that Coca-Cola you had as being like, hundred and something calories and like 60 grams of sugar. Like it's so easy not to think about those things because they're so commonplace. Yeah. 
And I know you guys have kids and I have lots of nephews and nieces. There's always kids in my house. And like, I always think about how easy it is to grab a little bite of macaroni and cheese, right? Oh, that little easy. bite of macaroni and cheese probably has maybe, maybe five carbs for a tablespoon or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and 20 calories. And then, and then you take a little sip of their high C and that, you know, so those little things add up. And when you so are like, if you're a track egg, like, or in, even in the beginning, if you're not tracking, you're like, yeah. holy crap, if that right there is like my day's worth of carbs, you know? It's, it's wild to see because I used to call it the dad tax. Like, Hey, why did you eat my chicken nugget? It's like the dad tax, you know, that's just part of everything. Dude, I call so it a just, damn tax. I'm with you. So, <laughs> but like that, that, that's the, the habit. That was one of the habits that I had to break when I, when I started keto is that like being the big guy, I was always expected to finish my plate. And then if there was leftovers, finish it. And I think we had, uh, who do we have on that? Explain that. Um, was that Hawaiian keto dad? That was Hawaiian keto dad. I remember so, yeah. He would, he, he just felt like he had to eat. <laughs> we don't even know on show, but so she listens, <laughs> she'll message me and say, I love this part, blah, blah, blah. And like quote it. And I'm like, I have to go back and listen to it. Cause I don't remember I don't know what I said. saying that stuff. Um, and I listened to every episode, but like the, that, that, that was just something that became a habit of mine was just like reaching across the table and taking extra food. And then I never accounted for it. And then having that first meal sitting down and I'm eating keto everybody at the table uh, my wife at that time was eating keto too but everybody at the table was eating normie food and you catch yourself it, it was kind of like the episode of the office where he would ring a bell and hand dwight a mint you know and it just wouldn't hear that <laughs> bell like he wouldn't yeah. reach out for a mint that's what it felt like i had to retrain myself to not do that and uh it's breaking the habits and understanding the habits that you have at the beginning can help you get to that point but you have to track everything that you eat and that's very hard to do it because it that holds that mirror up, that dirty damn mirror up. And you're like, ah, should I should I put that up? I had two tablespoons of mac and cheese in here, and you should, so you know actually what you're eating and what you're expecting to put in your body. So I mean, that's probably phenomenal advice. We could stop this episode now, and people would be like, these three people need to write a book. Nobel Prize winners right now. So definitely. So I asked um, all of my friends like what advice that they got in their beginning of the journey or the middle of the journey or where they are now and one of the biggest ones I got was that you can eat as much as you want you're Mm. fine as long as it's zero carb if you're if you like you know just track your net carbs just track your net carbs guys you know I can eat I could easily eat three pounds of bacon at like what 4,000 calories yeah. in a sitting in one sitting like it's not normal I'm broken and, easily I mean, that's, not gonna lose weight when I started I could do that right like I was like I was it's the macro side of it yeah 315 320 pounds and I could eat as much as I wanted when I first started as long as my net carb count was in like under 20 I lost a lot of weight doing that but what I saw is like, as I started to lose the weight and get to a healthier weight, I was no longer able to have as many calories as I wanted. Like I was trying to eat at like a big Steve number, but small Steve over here just couldn't, couldn't hang, I couldn't hang out anymore. Yeah. And I mean, I wasn't gaining weight necessarily, but I mean, it was creeping back up a little bit. Like I'd put on like 0.2 of a pound or whatever. And I'd freak out because at this time, too, I was I was weighing every single day. But uh, keto snacks, not to call him out, but like that, that was his journey, right? Where he didn't he didn't have to count calories. He still doesn't count calories. And that is 
like my hat's off to him. And that's, you know, saying like how all of our journeys are different, that really leads into that. But in terms of advice, I think it's very important to understand how many calories you're eating and that it's going to, it's going to change, right? Where I started is not where I'm at today. Absolutely. And keto snacks might be one of the lucky people that uh, (laughs) doesn't need a lot of food or doesn't like, you know, like, and like, lucky me, I can eat so much and I can never stop. So like, if I don't have that, uh, that tracking or even just like that cognizant mind thought, I will overeat a hundred percent. I can eat a lot of cheese and have zero carbs. I will not lose weight. I'll gain weight. Yeah. It's cheese. I mean, that's where it's at. But in regards to keto snacks, because there's, there's different, there's, there's outliers, there's different Mm -hmm. things that go through. And when he started his keto journey, he was a teenager. He was like 19 years Mm -hmm. old. So when, when I started my keto journey, I was 33, 34 years old. So like completely different, like how my metabolism was when I was 19 years old to what it is now, completely different. So like, that's, that's kind of like where you have to leverage the advice is like, okay, age plays a role in it. Your, your body plays a role in it. But what, what truly makes a role in it is calorie deficit. You have to ensure that you're, you're in a Mm -hmm. deficit, not overeating. And that's like, I, since I've been working out, I started paying attention to the net calories because I needed to make sure my net calories was in a certain range. So I wasn't going to put myself in muscle failure and that I was replenishing myself and not starving myself because my body was burning fat all day long. And that's the one thing is that calories do matter. And so you, you have to understand that it is a macro based diet, but you have to understand the calorie deficit to it. If you're just eating 4,000 calories a day at first, I mean, I remember when I started like Steven, I was 340 pounds, almost 340 pounds. And car manager says you get 35 net carbs and you get to eat 2,800 calories a day. And I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's easy. Like I figure <laughs> this out. And as I lost, you know, the, the little macro genius thing that they had, lowered everything that I was eating. So I'd have like 22 net carb or like 28 net carbs, 25, mm-hmm. 26, and we'd go down and then the calories went down. And so now even with me working out, I have to make sure that I'm around 19 to 20 net carbs and my calorie deficit is under 1800 calories on net calories. And so that's, that's what I have to track. But like, if there's a day that I didn't work out and I ate 2,400 calories, the next day I step on that scale, I'm going to be bloated and I'm going to see that I gained three pounds, like never fails. And so calorie deficit pays a lot more into that. And that's the, the scary thing is that I hear that advice from a lot of people, especially when I heard it from keto snacks, I was like, your, your reach is out there. Scary advice to take because for some it will work and then they'll hit that plateau and then they'll be like, well, keto doesn't work. And that's where we're coming in and saying, Hey, calorie deficit, you can hit, you can eat like that for a little bit, but once you get your macros in line and your body's used to it, it's going to plateau out and you're going to start gaining weight. And he's incredible. He looks incredible. His recipes are ridiculous. And if it works for him, I'm so super, super, super happy. But taking that data, like you said, it's just, it's a science-based diet. You're taking Mm -hmm. that data. You are saying you need those net calories. And then you did the scale. And I know people don't like the scale, but it's a piece of data that you should take an account and Mm -hmm. measure yourself. Like you need that data in order to uh, provide the best keto diet for you, for your individual human body. So I would say some of the like bad advice that I gave out in the past was to like weigh yourself every day. Um, that was so damaging to my self-esteem and just like my mental well-being. I was so tied to what that scale said every single day. And I think it, like, it's an important piece of data. And there's a lot of scales that will like measure a whole lot of other stuff. Like, I don't know how accurate it is to be honest with you, but like, I'm sure there's like some relevancy to that data. 
if nothing else, it gives you a trend. But um, I've really gotten away from weighing myself and being so tied to the number that's on it. Because if I went up 0.2 of a pound, I was bummed all day. And I it, like impacted my eating. I'm like, well, if I already put on 0.2 pounds, like what's another two pounds just in general? Like I, I can eat this cheese today. I can have like, these keto snacks. Like I would like almost reward myself for putting on weight as like a punishment. Like if that makes any sense intuitively, but like, um, that's, it's important. That's the, that's the fat guy in your brain though. That's oh, it is. It absolutely yeah. is. It's like, Oh, well I've slipped this far. I might as well just. That's you it. wanting to eat the M&Ms. It is. It absolutely yeah. is. The melted m ms No, no, I get what you <laughs> so mean. Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. It is. It's, but like, if you start realizing, um, that your body is a one big science experience experiment that that's one thing that you should watch and how you feel Mm -hmm. is another thing. Mm -hmm. And you know, there are, there's, there's definitely different things that you should look into, but yeah, weighing yourself every day might be good for some people. I weigh myself every day. If I eat Chipotle, I guarantee you I'm going to gain three pounds in a day. (laughs) Guarantee you I'll lose it, but it's like 19 billion grams of salt. Like it's ridiculous. So I know I'll gain, you know, so like, but that's something that I learned about my body. If I eat Chipotle, I will gain weight and I know they'll come off. What about free birds? What about free birds? Do you guys have free birds out in the middle of Ohio? No. What is it? What? It's it's just like, it's the original Chipotle. Yeah. I actually don't really like Chipotle anymore. As a, as a, as a, as a Texas person, I, I don't like Chipotle. It's not Mexican food. Um, it's quick Mexican food. It's better than Taco Bell, but like, dude, Taco Bell is the best in the entire world. <laughs> I have don't, to agree. Don't even. I, I mean, as fat as fat food, it's great. So I'm not saying fast food, but as fat food, it was great. Because I mean, you could kill six sixty five hundred calories and three hundred carbs like within six bucks too. Yeah, just... in a box. It came in a box. You're like, well, thanks. That was easy. So the five dollar fill up. Yeah, and so I, I mean, want I a Mountain Dew blast. Ooh, I uh, blast? so yeah. Oh, you can make one of those actually. By the way, Keto Snacks did that a, a few weeks Powerade. ago. Yeah, Powerade, Powerade Zero, and then just do. I use Mountain uh, um, Mountain Dew Zero, which is phenomenal. If you guys haven't had it yet, Mountain Dew Zero is just freaking awesome. Um, it's just like oh, that has some other Dew. random chemical that you're not allowed to have because yeah, everything I is, really, is tasty. Like, now you're a glycemic index, but like back on <laughs> calories, I'm not everything salty. that we're. <laughs> everything that we have it took me like i'm over it now because this is my second week of not eating it but like it took me a while to be like not mad that i didn't have my peanut m&ms um but that was his that was his like kid pickup nap yeah i would take i would have a coke zero and a bag of m&ms like the like peanut m&ms and i take a nap while i waited for my kids to come out of school listen there's a lot worse things now (laughs) now i don't have it so and i i I curse your name and keto snacks name (laughs) every single day but not really but the whole thing here is like the the meta-analysis what you like talking about it track like the only thing that you're going to be able to figure out is if you track and everything that you do and everything that we put in our body and that's one thing that we've all become as scientists with in regards to keto is keto's made you like think of the science of food rather mm-hmm. than anything before before you just you know made sure you had your proteins and you had your fats you didn't want to see where your sources were coming from and keto is like hey pay attention to your sources and so i mean my, things my that- pre-keto days i if i wanted to feel healthy I would deliberately have vegetables and that yeah. like, that was like, Oh, I had a good health day today. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, I deserve this ice cream. Cause I had four pieces of broccoli. 
Let's covered in 45 like, pounds of cheese and dipped in no, ranch. Like, I didn't like, have to tell anyone that, okay? Like, <laughs> So that's like like corn. I'd have elotes. And I was like, you know, I had corn today, like, but I didn't it's say it was covered in mayo and all of this. <laughs> you know, it was like, but I was like, okay, like I ate healthy. No, I didn't eat healthy. Um, but one of the like the men analysis that I like the bad advice that I gave a while back before I started, I wouldn't say a while back, but like it's about two years ago, like when I first started keto and people were seeing how successful I was, I paid attention to the fat content. I wasn't paying attention to protein. And I would say, you know, pay attention to your fat. Don't worry about protein. Keep your protein low. I didn't ever say it would kick you out of ketosis, but more and more people came to me on the, uh, when I asked them like, Hey, and a lot of people came and said, Hey, people would tell me if I ate too much protein, it would kick me out of ketosis. And like, it's kind of true, but it's not true. Like you have to have your protein levels, no matter where you're at, you have to eat the amount of protein based on your daily needs. And, um, that, that, that it, it, it feel it like feeds your muscles. It fuels your muscles. If you're not eating enough protein, you're, you can go into muscle failure. Even if you don't work out, your muscles can start like rejecting and like hating you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like cramping up for no reason. And so you have to make sure you're, you're getting your protein. So, uh, to give the better advice is not to say, don't worry about protein. It's more about make sure you're eating the right amount of protein based on your lifestyle. So if you're just doing like a sedentary, uh, workout, you have to do at least 0. 0.6 to 0. 0.8 grams of protein per your body. So make sure you're per pound. So you're at least eating 0. 0.8, 0. 0.6 to 0. 0.8. Uh, if you're regularly active, so if you're just running, if you like do it like Steven does and runs and all that stuff, and now he's starting to get in the weightlifting, uh, 0. 0.8 to one gram of protein. And if you're actively lifting weights, like in my shred shed, make sure you're eating one to 1.2 grams of protein per pound of your body mass. And so for our listeners out there, this is the fifth time he's mentioned the shred shed. On the shred shed. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the best name for a gym in a shed, the shred shed. I so, kind of like Steven's name, the shredded chicken. And I came up with that. So. <laughs> I, I, I legitimately laughed out loud. That was funny. But protein, that's the protein levels is make sure you're getting your protein level. So base it off of your body activity. So if you're not doing much, keep it low. Keep it within the the limits that you need. Not, hey, I had 70% or 79 to 80% fat macros and I just really didn't give a shit about my protein. Your body's going to adjust and it's going to hate you for that. So make sure you're getting enough protein as well. That's kind of one of the, um, one of the, uh, things that my friends have told me that they said, well, you need to have carbs to work out. You need carbs if you're going to work out. And, um, I obviously, I don't think it's true because I work out, I run, I lift weights. I mean, not recently, unfortunately, (laughs) I probably should be, but you know, I do. Um, and with the ketogenic diet, it prevents that muscle loss because of that ketone production. Mm -hmm. And if you're, you have a diet that's rich in carbs, then your body is relying on that carb instead of, you know, the, the added carbon to your body, instead of the, the physical creation of ketones that your body created. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. This one might be a little controversial, especially with uh, a lot of the companies that sell to the ketogenic diet, but uh, exogenous ketones. Yeah. (laughs) I tried them. I spend a hundred dollars on really expensive, um, P yeah. Like a crystal light, like expensive crystal <laughs> yeah. light. Yeah. I mean, like all it's doing is just giving you more P that's all it's doing. Like your body's already created the ketones, like in your body, adjusts your ketones like by itself. And Steve and I had an episode about this where your body's doing the ketones 
And so if you're, if you're putting more ketones in your body, all you're doing is pissing them out because your body's gonna be like, wait, 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 they're too high. I'm pissing this out. I'm getting rid of this. I'm not doing this. And so like I, n- nothing to, to, to say anything bad about the people that are selling them, but it's snake oil. It really is just snake oil. You're just selling pee. And it's like, and it's, I don't know if it's a, uh, the mental thought. And that's the one thing as a fat guy, a formerly fat guy, uh, that I would buy into these, these diets, these, the, you know, these like the magic pill. Cause I, it, something wouldn't it's work easy. without the magic pill. And it's like, if you're a sedentary person and you start drinking ketones, even though you're not doing keto, you'll see a difference in how your body works. But if you mm-hmm. stayed in the keto life, you don't need ketones. You don't have to replenish them. Your body's already doing it for you. And I always like, it blows my mind when I see it. I'm like, ah, oh, I want to say something, but I'm not a Karen on Facebook. So I'm not. Gonna <laughs> so we use our podcast to say it all. Yeah. We know we're not, <laughs> we know you're not listening. So. Talking crap behind their back. Oh my gosh. No, honestly, with the ketones, I think that they aren't harmful. Like I didn't mm. feel anything. I didn't feel either way. I didn't feel any better. I didn't feel any worse. I didn't gain weight. I didn't lose weight. But if it keeps people motivated, and there is for it, there is that huge mental component to it. Where I don't know, like that's just my thought. No, that that's a very valid point. Like if that keeps you in and keeps you on track and it keeps you motivated, then yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say like, no, you're wrong for doing that. Like if that works for your journey, that's that works. Brian would. Yeah, Brian absolutely would. He wouldn't say it to them, but he would say. My better advice to these people is, I would say. I actually adopt a healthier lifestyle before you start to supplement mm-hmm. because if you're going to supplement off the beginning, your body's never going to get into the point where it's working itself. And so mm-hmm. that's the, that's the issues I see with these uh, exogenous or exogenous, whatever the, whatever the word is, the ketones, the keto, <laughs> whatever that shit is. If you're doing that off the bat, you're setting yourself off to, to fail every single time because you're, you're mentally saying, I can't do this without this, without this program. And I see that often on Instagram, these individuals are like, I had a two week cheat meal, but I'm getting back on this 60 day system. <laughs> two weeks and I'm like, bro, like, like, and I'm like, ah, that's not, but how I mean, but like I, it's, jump off Taylor's point though. Like if that gets you into a 60 day cycle, like Taylor's 40 day Lent and that helps you run with it, gets you into a healthier lifestyle. Then yeah, like, yeah, there's value. Yeah. But truthfully, having the right mentality that you can do this on your own for your own is the best mentality. You don't need to take the shortcut. You don't need to buy any sort of supplements. You don't need right. to buy any keto snacks. You don't accept buy anything that keto snacks sells. The actual <laughs> right. keto snacks guy. Hey, keto snacks. Um, you, but really, you don't need any of that. <laughs> you don't need any of that. You just don't. No, and that's that's what I'm saying. Is like my advice would be not to do it. Just like let your body do its job because it's like I, I say it all the time because we're, we're in Texas, but like your body is naturally fracking its own resources. That's all it's doing. Uh-huh. And so as your body adapts to this, this lifestyle and to this diet, all it's doing is that. But when you use supplements, your body starts relying on those supplements because your body's like, oh, I'm tricked into thinking this is already there. And I mean, it took you- me over eight or what? Yeah, 18 months to get into like MCT. Yeah, I'm, I'm hooked now. I'm like, oh man, I love how this makes me feel. But it's a different world. Yeah. What do you do with that? I put it in my coffee. Oh, I just dry scoop it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, add it to coffee. <laughs> he sniffs it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah, it's MCT. Nice line of MCT. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mixed with some what other I do stuff. Is, but uh, I mix it in with coconut flour and I just right off the right off the right off the oven. That's what I do. How so. m- okay, how many calories are in MCT? Just do you guys know off the top of your head? Not top of my head. Uh, 
mine, like a, a tablespoon is like a uh, half a tablespoon is 70 calories. Okay. So, that's not too bad. I just cannot, no. like I, I, I do watch my calories and I cannot get behind drinking my calories. I just can't do it. Like I rather yeah. eat 70 calories worth of chicken. If it's whiskey, I'll drink it. That's the, uh, yeah. 70 calories of that's, that's a shot of vodka. Yeah. I'm good to go. <laughs> it's like, it's those are empty <laughs> calories, but those are, those are worth it. No, like I, I got into MCT, uh, I'd say like a year into my journey. I don't know what it was. I kept seeing people do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I decided to start see if I would like incorporate it. So I started putting it in my coffee. So I would like, you know, go into a Keurig and, you know, put my MCT in there and I, you know, froth it up. But now uh, I do cold brew. And so what I do is I put um, my CBD powder in there and then I mix in some pink Himalayan salt because I want to make sure I, I'm getting my electrolytes in my morning. That's, you know, something that I learned from Steven. And then I'll do a little bit of yeah keto Gatorade. I'll put, I'll put my pink Himalayan salt. I'll put uh, a third of a cup of uh almond of milk salt? in there oh oh my gosh uh, almond, like, no, right, salt. No, no, like, no, that's <laughs> way over but a third a cup of almond milk and then i'll put my mct oil in there i'll froth it and then i'll pour my coffee over the top of it comes out pretty and like i'm getting my and i can tell when i don't have all my stuff in my coffee because i'm like oh like if i'm out like if i didn't have time to make my coffee and i went to get a nitro cold brew at like starbucks mm-hmm. it doesn't hit the same like i don't have no. the same focus i don't have the same like my my, my energy levels are is not there it doesn't stick like when i take my coffee with my mct and my cbd like my energy level's high and i'm focused for like four or five hours with no issue but if i just drink straight coffee it's like two hours later i'm like oh i'm dead so <laughs> it blows my mind i'm gonna have to try it uh the daily habit cbd um, uh, with MCT is, is, uh, who've been using, um, she's I, I'm not sure if you listen to that episode, but I, she sent us some, a free sample to be yep. completely transparent here. Um, I've sent since bought more and incorporated, uh, almost every day. I didn't today. Mm-hmm. So if I just trail off, then he... he's actually right now falling asleep. He's laying on the floor, <laughs> sleeping. Field I mean, he's, he literally is drinking a white claw as we were, as we're doing this. this too. It's watermelon it's flavor. No, well, now I got tangerine. We're good. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> but that's, that's one of the things is that like finding the adaptations to help with that, but that's mm-hmm. like further on in your keto journey, like do it all natural, just figure it out right off the bat. Like, and Steven, I've talked about that. Like if there's something that you're, is your vice, find your, find your substitute before you even start because once you find that substitute and your body and your taste buds and all that stuff gets used to it all you're doing is better than yourself for the future because <laughs> i mean i think now, I, now, I, brought, I brought this up before but those um catalina crunch oreos yeah when i bought those i was like man these are the best things i've ever had these are so good and, and my <laughs> wife tried one and she's like these are straight trash like what are you talking about she's like when was the last time you had an oreo and i'm like it's been a while it's an <laughs> oreo it's a styrofoam flavored oreo but I you know what so. i was thinking about this they mm. were saying that like you know keto is not sustainable right and you, you're Lies. not going to find you're not going to find these uh substitutions that make you happy so you won't stick with it because you can't have cake when you start succeeding on a keto diet, Mm -hmm. you are thriving. You want to continue. So those tweaks might not be exactly like a Dunkin' Donuts donut. It might not be, but it tastes good enough. And things are so much sweeter now that you're willing to sacrifice a little bit Mm -hmm. for your health, for your, your life, for you. Like I can say that I guarantee you, I added a few years onto my life by not eating those donuts and by switching it to almond flour. Yeah. 
it's like, it's crazy to me when people say it's not sustainable and that there's not good, you know, swaps. Like I love the fact that it takes me a while to figure out swaps and it's like, you know, it's oh, fun. Your, it's your fun. swaps are insane. Like well, the stuff that, that you've created, um, I've, I've wanted to try them, but when like you show the recipe, I'm like, okay, that that's like <laughs> over my pay grade. Right. Like, I don't know, like <laughs> some of the stuff you've made, I'm just like, I, I shouldn't even attempt this because like, it's going to look it's like, not, just, it's simple. I mean, to you, sure. <laughs> but, um, but well, it, it shows because a lot of people think that food becomes boring. And especially oh, if, yeah. you're, if you're a foodie going into keto, um, they think keto lifestyle is boring. And like upfront and honest, like the first few months, it's going to be boring. Like sure. it's truly, and still you, until you start to adapt and you get your taste buds to change a little bit, it's you just stick to the basics until you can move forward. Uh, but keto, keto is not boring whatsoever. And it, like you've seen it, you just, you, your, your page yourself shows that like literally there's nothing that's boring and so like your sushi that you made i think last june i'm going to be making you know my own texified version of it this week when i actually gave you the recipe yeah when you actually give me the instruction but like well i mean really the the texas version of it is just brisket that's all it is that's weird steak jalapeno and cheese cream cheese and that's i'm i'm gonna texify the hell out of the sushi uh and then I'm gonna have the yum yum sauce on top of it, so I'm pretty excited about it. But like, like what Stephen and I have done with our cooking challenges uh, is make what's non traditional keto, keto, and uh, and it tastes absolutely amazing. And, and that's the one thing is that uh, the the page, our pages together just shows you that keto isn't boring. And damn sure you find your alternatives and you make your alternatives. And it's it, it and th- then it shows that the, the, this diet is sustainable this lifestyle is extremely sustainable the only reason it's not sustainable is if you if you can't stick to it or if it's just not for you that's it might not be for you and that's just i'm that's completely okay too i'm probably overly proud of that pork belly i made but legitimately i called brian to say like once like like that second batch i made i called him i'm like brian this is the best thing i've ever made in my life like (laughs) i am so in love with this and Seriously, you guys are succeeding and losing a crap ton of weight by eating pork belly. How can somebody not say that this is sustainable? <laughs> right? diet? Yeah. You are yeah. eating, you are literally eating the fat off of a pig and losing weight. And it's freaking bomb. It's like amazing. But that I mean, that's also where it gets into some bad advice. It's just like you Ooh. can eat just bacon, right? You you can just you uh, that's the only thing you could eat and you'll lose weight. Which again, you probably could, but is that going to be good for you and your health long-term? Like, oh, there's, there's a difference between healthy weight loss. And I mean, mm-hmm. weight loss is great, but a healthy body. And you yeah, need to be correct, able to, yeah. you need to manage your micronutrients with your macronutrients. So you do need to look at your vitamins and you do mm-hmm. need to, you, you, you need to, because like it is easy D. to eat. Yeah, like my vitamin D I'm taking, I got, I actually got a prescription for it, but like, I guess, it's, <laughs> there we go. I guess it's really common in Ohio. Like, well, I mean, you guys have winter like six or seven months, six to seven months out of the year. You're it's it's winter time there. So yeah, and then uh, like the other what six months, it's like it's like raining and everything. So, I was gonna say sunny and beautiful, right? Well, like it is like in the summertime in Ohio is beautiful. Like if you see in my windows, like it's like I have sun shining throughout most of our day. That's how Texas is. Like it's just like there's just sunshine most of the year. We well, had rain for four days straight, and I'm, I was miserable. I'm like, see, uh, I hate that. How yeah, is this? Livable? I love the rain, but I hate that. <laughs> But what you guys are talking about, 
like with the bacon and everything, I went to a local barbecue joint. I'm not bacon, but pork belly. Uh, jealous of it. So I actually got a pork belly breakfast burrito the next morning and just didn't eat the tortilla, just put it into a bowl and just ate it that way. And I was like, oh, so good. And I told my wife, I said, you know, I said, yesterday, Stephen called me and said that he made this, you know, phenomenal, you know, pork belly. And she goes, he literally called you. I said, yeah, right after he got done tasting it, he said, bro, I just made the best day of my life. <laughs> I was so excited. And your wife is about to be jealous of Steven. So, and so she was like, we, but like, she knows, we, yeah, we, <laughs> you know, it's just what it is. So like, uh, so I said, I have to, I have to have to have to eat pork belly today. Like I have to eat it. And so I, I ate it and I was like, Hey, this is actually really good. I said, but it's probably, it doesn't have anything like it's not on the same level as what Steven did, but it was good. But in regards to like the bacon and, and the pork belly and the fat content, um, we had a guest on a while back that talked about cholesterol and like not to worry about cholesterols and different types of cholesterols, like the HDLs and the LDLs, um, and getting advice from chiropractors and not actually like <laughs> prescribed medical <laughs> doctors. Uh, and that's the one thing that I, that I took, uh, cholesterol matters, numbers don't matter, uh, when you're on the keto diet and that's the complete opposite direction because, if your fat content's too high, if, the, if you, you're taking the wrong type of fat into right. you, the you're, wrong you're, type of fat, and it's it's elevating your your cholesterol, all you're doing is setting yourself up with a less healthy lifestyle, and so you're not mm -hmm. living. It's weight loss, but it's not healthy weight loss. You're just you're, what you're doing is getting skinny, but you're also clogging your arteries at the same time. Same time, your body's rotting from the inside yeah. out. Yep. And so, like that's the scary part is that um for 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 this diet and for anything that's on this diet the the cholesterol matter numbers do matter and sure. like the better advice i would say here's uh just something that that you like you said you just got your blood tested and you're able to see where your numbers are at so get your blood tested um you know it i'd say scary. once a year it's yeah, get, scary get, to do it's embarrassing it's nervous. as a 30 year old it's, as a 30 year old up, yeah you, Yep, I'm uh, I'm old. It's high, but like, and yeah, you've listened it. to the you've listened to the podcast. You know, you know my history with a kidney stone and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But like now, like I look forward to every year going into the doctor and getting my 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 yearly health scan because I look forward to seeing what the numbers look like. Before I'm like, I don't want to fucking leave. Look at the email. Like I don't even want to see these numbers. My brother um, always says they're judgmental. He'll be like, I don't want to go. <laughs> the doctors are judging me. I don't. <laughs> and it's true. But like, really, they don't care. I mean, they care, but they're going about their day, you know, yeah, and you exactly, but like, that's the one thing is, is get your blood tests, uh, at least once a year, you know, especially if you're a higher level person, you know, get your blood test done before starting keto. So mm -hmm. you can see where your levels are at. I got lucky and had a kidney stone month and a half into keto. So I still have, I got lucky. I still have that. I still, yeah, I had a, a month and a half. I still had fat all over me. So I was like, you know, I still had the big man. I was still over 300 plus pounds. Like still, I, I was still there. So like, to me, like I got lucky and knew my numbers. So a year down, the, like six months down the road, I could say, Oh shit, like this is what I've done so far. And it was a, mo a motivator there. Uh, but make sure that you make the proper adjustments. Um, if your blood li uh, lipids are a cause of concern. And so keto Brian's that, uh, worst advice he's given to date has been just go get a kidney stone right when you start your journey. <laughs> just uh, he got lucky. I mean, you, do it, you can do it too. Go to the black market and get a kidney stone. Hey, I, we're in Texas, so I'm hashtag blessed. You know, when it comes to my kidney stones, so uh, it I don't, just, I don't I, understand the correlation between Texas and kidney stones. You just because we're in Texas, everything's good, or just people in Texas they use blessed. I'm blessed all the time. How do you feel blessed? And I'm like, blessed. you literally just got hit by a car. You're That's not the blessed. South, bro. Like, That's just the South. <laughs> But like, like, and then you have the uh, blessed all over people's houses. It's nowhere in my house, but that's just the. No, but you gotta live, use. laugh, love. I know you do. Yeah, you got no, not here. No, no, <laughs> no. 
I have a confession. I have Uh-oh. a live, laugh, love sign. I didn't realize it in my like little shed in my backyard. I must have put up and I literally, I, I questioned who I am as a human. And then you have an infinity tattoo probably as well. Uh, or no, but I do have the word breathe tattooed on my wrist and my heart and a unicorn tattoo on my foot. Well, the unicorn, that's fine. That's, that's a special. Yeah, that one's not as cliche, but, yeah, the, but the, the breathe. 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 Yeah. Like it's it, important. You, I mean, it is important to know to breathe. Yeah. So do yeah, you ever I mean, start that like, like hyperventilate? But oh. you ever like ha- you start to cry and you're hyperventilating, or you just like having a hard time and you look at your wrist and like, oh yeah, that's what oh, I'm supposed duh. to do. breathe. Duh. Like no, it's not even that. I'm just like so, I have to constantly remind myself that I do need to actually inhale and exhale. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, I can't live without just that. Come on, guys. That's wild. <laughs> that's my advice. Make sure you are breathing at all times. If you can't remember, then go get a tattoo on your wrist. Be like the most typical white girl ever. And that's who I am. I was going to call Brian out for his uh, arrow tattoos. He's a, a basic white girl there, too. What do you mean my arrow tattoos? I saw him on your bicep. You talking about my kids' names? Yeah, there's arrows. Yeah. So. Are they not? They're arrows, bro, but they're my kids' names, so they're they're both basic with kids' so names and yeah, exactly. arrows. Do you know how painful this tattoo was, though? You know how painful this was? That would I mean, like that's that's rough. I it's don't like, think anyone explain where they are. It like, as bad as this underarm. one, but it I, hurts. So I don't know if anyone would know this because I don't think I've photographed my ankle for Instagram. Um, so my family on my mom's side's last name is Wolf, has an E on the end, so it's a little fancier. Uh, but Wolf, and so I have wolves tattooed on my ankle. And uh, with the tree line and everything, so Wait, that, that's you have my a- actual wolves or the word wolf. No, actual wolves. Both the wolves. No wolves. No. <laughs> so that's like my basic white white dude tattoo. One of my friends, uh, Carlo, and, and he probably listens to the show. Hey, Carlo. Uh, he'll uh, he'll call. He calls. He's called me out for it before. He's like every basic white dude has this. I'm like, yeah, I know. I've never, I've never met a basic white dude who has a wolf tattoo on their ankle. I'm going to be honest. Well, he has, it's like a wolf. Or the tree line. It's the tree tree line. The tree line makes it super basic. Yeah. Yeah. Which I have. Your tattoos are cool. Yeah. On my arm. Yeah. Those are great. But (laughs) I mean, those are terrible. That's another advice. Don't get a tattoo when you're 17 years old. (laughs) Don't get a tattoo on your legs. That's my my first one was, I was like 23. (laughs) So it's like. I, I, I was you a full adult. 23, first off. <laughs> oh, thank you. I've been told I look 30 since I was 18. So that, that's really nice to hear. <laughs> you just stopped DJ that, I guess. I guess so, yeah. You hit that 30 and that was it. That's it. <laughs> but I think that is like one of the biggest things for me is like people say this is back to the diet. Sorry, guys. I'm all about no. the keto diet. I mean, let's <laughs> go back to it. Let's put the politics on top. Let's take topic. <laughs> This, is that, this isn't like, just that conversation. So, <laughs> just add some crappy tattoos. No, but really, you can eat bacon and lose weight. You yeah, can, totally, yeah. and you can eat cheese and you can lose weight. You can eat Big Macs, a full mm. Big Mac, and a lose whole weight. ass Big Mac. A whole ass Big Mac. I didn't want to say it, but it's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but does that mean you're healthy? But here's, here's does that mean something. you're healthy and happy? And hello, healthy, hello, happy. Oh, hello, I healthy. see what you yeah. did there. Just that's a great plug that you had, but like Thanks. a little I'm Instagram. A, a, like a little known fact about me is that I'm 36 years old and I've never eaten a Big Mac in my life. It's never weird. It's weird to me. And like I just don't like the I don't know if I like that. It doesn't appeal to me. Like the that like 
three that buns. extra layer of bread it doesn't appeal to me it, it doesn't appeal to me and then a thousand island dressing on there it just never it's, it's, it's not thousand island so. it's special sauce first of all get your facts thousand island so so there's something all, else into it yeah, there, there is it's got salt. Salt. salt have you not i mean it's it's just like mcdonald's ice cream it's it's just regular ice cream but it's just broken they had thousand so, island, so. island of that too yeah, so Thousand <laughs> Island dressing, just like their ice cream, with like just with like a dirty finger in it. That's all they do. That's that's the McDonald's okay. way. Their ice so, cream is good. Yeah, when their machine works, right? So I've never had it. I just heard that it was good. <laughs> no, so, I've, I've had a lot. I've of tried it. It many was, times. It's always great. But like McDonald's, the the Big Mac never appealed. The McRib never appealed to me. Like, no, I've never had a McRib. Does. So I never, will, I will never touch those. It's very pickle forward. I'm just not a fan of pickles. You so guys said that you were it. fat. Come on. So I've had like forty chicken McNuggets and like two cheeseburgers. Okay, kind of two quarter pounders of cheese. Like that. Yeah. No onions. I'll eat the pickles because I love pickles. My like, go-to is always Carl's Jr. or Hardee's. Probably we have Hardee's. Yeah. yeah, that's the wrong name, but that's okay. You also have Hellman's. Yeah, I, Hellman's is. I actually like Duke's Mayo the best, but Hellman's is second. Oh yeah, it's, it's actually called best. So just just so you can get your facts straight there. As long as it's not Miracle Whip. Oh, no, that's, that's trash. <laughs> so right. gross. All right. So actually good advice is avoid Miracle Whip because it's trash I and you should need it. love Miracle Whip. <laughs> yeah, so. you look like the type that would. So. <laughs> that's what I was raised with Miracle Whip. We weren't raised with, uh, with regular mail. <laughs> and cold like. spam and Miracle Whip sandwiches. Ooh, and deviled ham. Like deviled ham. And then Denty Moore stew as well. So that was Denty Moore? Denty Moore stew is where it's at, bro. That okay. is where the stew's at. I, mean, it's not, I mean, it's not, it's, it used to be in my mind because my grandpa Fred used to make it for us. In my mind, it was really good. So I got it when I was in college and I was like, this is awful. This tastes <laughs> like trash. And so as a college kid, I wouldn't eat it. So that's sad. But the, I mean, it's going back to the past, but like Miracle Whip is amazing. I love mm. Miracle Whip. No, so, it's not like but it, tang it's, to it. it. That's the whole point about Miracle Whip. There's a tang to it, bro. But mayo, mayo, you, you have to pick and choose. Like mayo is good with like a like a damn good burger like certain types of lunch meats but sometimes miracle whip can pizzazz up that boring lunch meat sandwich like a ham and cheese loaf from oscar meyer you know that's that's my childhood oh a ham and cheese loaf yeah the ham like a square piece of ham with cheese inside of it amazing so is this like a texas joke i'm just too no this is no oscar meyer ham and cheese loaf bro this is all over the all over the world is it like one piece of no it's sliced it's sliced and it has like little dots of cheese it looks like it has are you talking about olive loaf are you confusing olive no that that, that's there's there's olive loaf and there's ham and cheese loaf so it's like an olive loaf but some olives with cheese it's with cheese i'm down i would eat it it would be good and no olives no olives are on there yeah no olives are on there so Okay. But yeah, because uh, that adds that up with a little miracle whip, game over. So could you just do like ham and cheese? You just cutting out a middleman, bro. <laughs> it's cutting out the bro, middleman in the sandwich roll. We were lower middle class, so we we bought it both like both ways. So that was it. So so you could have a ham and cheese and ham and cheese loaf sandwich. Yeah, you could. You could put That's cheese crazy. on it. Mind blowing. But like the cheese and more regular American cheese, you know what I mean? It was like American cheese, but like hey, American cheese has a place. I would pick out the cheese from the loaf. I would eat the cheese (laughs) and then I'd wrap up the the ham and I'd munch on it. That's what I would do. So if somebody went in there, there would be like no cheese left in the cheese loaf. I would eat all that cheese. That that was like your your quick go to snack. My quick go to snack as a kid was a buttered tortilla. Oh, I had like I had friends that did that and I love staying the night with their houses. Yeah, because they were they were 
revolutionary. What what was right. yours, Taylor? What was your like easy go to like? Okay, so life? growing up, I don't know if it's like my fat person sack, but I would take my mom would make call it bunny milk. So she would take regular milk and add sugar to it as if there wasn't enough sugar in milk, and then put a little vanilla in it, and it was like the best thing in the world. And every time I'm so sad, good. I want it's so good. And it's like slightly warm, like it'll make you fall asleep yeah. in ten minutes. So it's bunny milk and then also like white rice cooked in the microwave and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. and like in a, in like a, like a coffee mug and then margarine on top. Now this yeah. is like Aldi's margarine. You can't get anything other than Aldi margarine. That was good too. That's wild. That's uh, the boiled bags of white rice. That was my no. like, childhood yeah. staple. That was mine. <laughs> my grandpa would I just mean- like throw it in like a small pot and then put that with like sausage patties and i'm like this is fine dining (laughs) it was the best that's cute uh so bad advice um invest in doge now that's that's my bad advice for today i don't think that's bad advice i think it very much is i think it's you know it's it's at the highest it's been ever right now We'll see. When I'm, when, I'm, when I'm a billionaire, I'll, I'll maybe get you some uh, ham and cheese <laughs> loaf, like a whole ham and cheese I, loaf. I sold mine. I bought it for like five cents and sold it for 37 cents. That's per, actually a pretty good yeah, increase. Yeah. Another really, one that he only thunks. had one stock, so he made like no, 33 yeah. cents. He so. made 33 cents. Hey, I'm I would... rolling in it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he said, Son, you want that piece of gum? I got gotcha. you. Got it. Put it in there and click, 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 click. And it rolled all the way down. And then he dropped it on the ground when he opened the little cage up. So a waste of money. So, go- <laughs> so going back to advice. Sure. I'm going to yeah. keep this on topic here. We don't, <laughs> someone is. We, we don't, stay, we don't stay on topic. So uh, like I said, my sister has a completely different diet and it works for her and she looks great. And she'll say like eat the banana or one cookie is not going to derail your diet oh, totally. and, and 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 it and it doesn't and i get what she's saying but it will kick me out of ketosis and it takes a while to get back into ketosis so it doesn't derail your diet but it i like does... how you say ketosis because i say ketosis and you say ketosis I, like I i heard how you say ketosis and it's weird there's like i don't like when people say keto keto have you ever heard that keto 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 it's like keto, like keto. They like keto. they put yeah, they put the emphasis in the wrong syllable. <laughs> um, like and, and and yes, it won't. <laughs> it won't derail your diet, but it will kick you out of ketosis. And the yep. point of the keto diet is to be in ketosis. Yep. There's no other point of this diet. You're just dropping true facts tonight. Just true facts after true <clears> facts right there. Can I say? Well, so I mean, for me, the reason I wanted to lose weight was so that I could go and live a balanced life right where i feel like going out and like i, I, I live in austin so there's a lot of craft breweries oh, breweries man. here Austin is just a beautiful town oh it's beautiful I, I love it here but it's there's a lot of places that have like pint house pizza here right great pizza place but they also have a great he says he says right like we know this place taylor oh like, you, you and i've been there like, i yeah. have you haven't so yeah. i've never heard of pine house pizza but anyways they you. make an ipa and i'm I'm, I'm okay with myself enough to say that I am a basic white dude that loves IPAs <laughs> and it's electric jellyfish. Right. And, but if that's an everyday be- thing, that's a very unhealthy thing. I mean, one, it's alcohol. Yeah. You shouldn't drink every single day of your life, but two, <laughs> it's full of calories, full of For quitters. So, <laughs> but like, 
I would want that something like something like that every day or like another craft beer or something like that every day. And it became unhealthy. And so my goal to lose weight was that I could go and have uh, an electric jellyfish from pint house pizza and have some great pizza along with it. And then come back and my normal is keto. Yeah. Keto. Or yeah, it's a treat. Absolutely. Exactly. So you can stay in keto. ketosis. So you can stay in ketosis. 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 And so that, that's my whole idea about losing weight is so that I could have these things still in my life, but manage them in a healthy perspective. Yeah. And that's where for that's you, amazing. Brian, I guess I, I don't worry about it anymore with you. But when you first said that you have no cheat days, I my gut reaction, knowing myself, and that, so everything's through like my own lens yeah, of how yeah. I treat things. If I say absolutely no to something and then something breaks me, I don't have the ability to, it, it's like on or off, right? So if I just say it's completely off and if it ever comes back on, I don't have as much control over that situation. And so for me, putting diesel in a gas engine is a good thing where for you and for I'm sure a lot of our other listeners, it probably is also like, I'm just done with it. I don't need carbs and more power to you. I am a hundred percent here to support you in that. But yeah. I know myself, I would worry about not being able to gain control again if it's just night or like night and day. It's so like, and we, we've discussed this. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say it at length or anything like that, but we've discussed this to the point where I, I don't have any problem with anybody doing cheat days kind of thing. No, no. It's the, if it, it's like a continual cheat day, if it's like a cheat two weeks or cheat month, you know, it's like, okay, have you learned your <laughs> lesson yet? Plan. Like, yeah. you know, if you're just, if you're just saying like you've, and people have bad days, it, it happens. That, but the, uh, I, I don't direct that to a bad habit. I direct that to uh, being mentally strong. And so you have to work on the mental side of it. Like, that's the thing is that hundred percent. Uh, and that's that for me, that's as, as I've gone through this lifestyle and, you know, you know, progressed in this diet is that the mental side of this diet has made me stronger to know what I can and ha can't handle. And I can handle a cheat day. Like I know I could go and do a cheat day right now and have no issue. I'd go right back and I can handle it. I sure. just don't have any point to it. Like right now, I don't see any point to that. Now going forward, like eventually I'll get to the point where I feel comfortable enough to do that. And it's not that I don't feel comfortable now. It's just that I just don't really want to do it now. Like I, I have mean, my, I have my substitutes. I have my alternatives. Yeah. I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. And, um, and now like now I'm like, it's, it's just, it's just natural to me to do it this way. Um, but and that was my you know, point as, too, as, like, as I go into further, like go into life differently, cause I, you know, yeah. I'm traveling to Vegas in the summertime and stuff like that. I, I do plan on changing a little bit, but I, I, I won't derail myself to the point, but I, you know, I have a few more drinks here and there. Sure. Uh, maybe even have a piece of pizza. I don't know yet. Like it's just depends on what I feel like that day, mm -hmm. but I know that I can get myself right back to where I need to be. Cause I have the science there. I have the mental the capabilities to do it. I know it's not going to derail me like it used to. So. I'm with Steven. I fixate on things. If I say I'm not going to have something for the rest of my life, I will fixate on that thing that I'll yeah. never have again in my entire life. And I will think about it my entire life and I won't yeah. be happy. I won't be happy. And like, really, I want to be happy. I want to say hello uh, to happy. Yeah. Hello, hello healthy, healthy. healthy. Hello, hello happy. happy. But that's, that's what I'm saying is that I don't have a, it's what I'm saying right now is I don't have a like strict cutoff. It's not like this is forever. Like it's not a forever sure. thing. It's, it's as a right now, like, cause things change. Like you never know. You don't want change. it. You yeah, don't I just have don't something want to fixate on it. Yep. I'm like, yeah, I don't really care about it. Like that's, but like, that's if you were to have a cheat day, if you're going to have a cheat meal, what is it going to be? Yeah. What, what um, is that? What is that meal? 
Uh, I, I like it's so. I mean, we live in Texas, so like a, an actual. Do you live in Texas, by the way? The best state in the world. What, wait, so, wait, I'm sorry. Where do you guys live? Uh, Texas. I don't know if you've known about it. It's the Lone Star State. So we oh, are Texas. the best. I've never heard it. Never heard of yeah. it. Greatest the, nation uh, in the nation. It has the best barbecue. You know, <laughs> I, the only thing I've better. ever heard about it is the crappy so, barbecue. <laughs> it's a lot better than Long John Silver's barbecue in North Carolina. So it's it's not vinegar based <laughs> or anything like that. But like, if I was going to sit down like Mexican food, like, you know, I'd have chips and salsa, chips and queso and stuff like that. No, I have my, like my alternatives with like pork rinds and I find pork rinds to be a lot better than chips. Like I find a little bit more pizzazz there, but just like a regular Mexican uh-huh. food where I'm not like worried about just like, uh, getting a chili relleno and like having like crusted, like make sure it's not naked. Like, Oh, make sure it's naked. I don't want to have it, you know, where it's fried stuff like that eventually. But like, I mean, maybe some mashed potatoes. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of boring at that point. I think uh, bottomless mimosas is a worthy cheat day. Blo- I'm a bloody he Mary is guy so too. White. So. You are a white girl. <laughs> but hey, I'm so okay with it if, if that means I can have bottomless like, mimosas. I want bottomless mimosas and brunch. <laughs> Put a strawberry in there to specialettes. But like bloody Mary is a huge deal to me. Like I, I love bloody Marys, and I made keto bloody Marys all summer. So like I. I found a low carb um, mix. I need that recipe. So like I found a low carb mix here and I just like wow like I didn't have my own hot sauce stuff like that came out came out amazing. So like you know I put more vodka in there than you know the mix. That's where my carb content saved on it. So <laughs> um it's a regular bloody mary mix. He just happens to put no like 95% so it's, vodka. It's, it's, um, <laughs> he just said like a drop called? of it. It's it's <laughs> zing it's a it's an actual national it's zing zang but zing zang has a low carb bloody mary mix. And it's like um I forget the serving size of it, but like a quarter cup is like four net carbs. And then the hot sauce has zero, like anything else. Like and then three quarters zero. cup Himalayan salt. Oh man. It's just, and then I just <laughs> put the vodka in and like, we have some, some, we have some bomb. I mean, you have Tito's vodka and then also oh, have yeah. this local bo- vodka called bomb city. And it's just like, ah, oh, it's so smooth. I mean, you'll get drunk after like two or three of mine, just two of them. Cause I, it's mostly vodka with just a tiny bit of just coloring. Um, <laughs> that's tomato you breathe tomato so like, on it <laughs> but like i like one of my things is that when i go to vegas i'm I'm gonna have a regular bloody mary like i'm not gonna worry about what's in there because there's like i've there's also like never fancy, had one of those god dude like uh they have like this big giant um and i no matter how douchey it makes me sound but like guy fieri's kitchen makes the best <laughs> bloody mary and they stack that thing up with like four things of bacon pickles olives uh I think I think one of them you could even put like a donut on there, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like this, is the be- there's breakfast. Like that's what I yeah. ate. So was that you know was a Bloody Mary? I had two, felt great the whole day because I drank all day long. All day. Um, but yeah, that would be that. That's gonna be my big thing in in Vegas is just a you know not to worry about what I'm drinking because I'm gonna sweat that shit out while I'm walking in the heat, so I'm gonna be fine. So um, the other thing I want to talk about with uh, circle back to bad advice. Um, and we talked about like cholesterol and stuff like that, but a lot of the, uh, scary advice, and I don't call it bad advice. It's scary advice that I hear a lot. And it comes a lot from the carnivore community. Uh, you know, that's a subsegment of keto is that keto or carnivore will cure your medical conditions like diabetes and cancers and Alzheimer's, et cetera. Um, and that's why you, you must do keto is that it cures all these different things and it can help. Like it can help you reset your body. And Steve and I've talked about this before. It can help you reset. Like it reset me. I was pre-diabetic and I wasn't straight type two diabetes or anything like that. I was pre-diabetic. They had me on a type of medicine 
uh, for, you know, like a, a diluted version of type two diabetes medicine. And with my diet, I was able to correct that because my body allowed me to, not everybody can go through that. Not everybody can do type two, not everybody can do high blood pressure. Some people are just prone to it. Some people, it's just where it's at that your body type is that way. So, um, keto is not going to cure your condition. It will help with your condition, but, um, and it's helped. Like we, we all know keto came in years and years, like almost a hundred years ago for epilepsy. It helped kids with epilepsy. Like it helped minimize their symptoms. It didn't cure them of their symptoms. It minimized their symptoms. And so it lowered that. So I would say like in that advice area thing, uh, the keto diet or low carb, uh, or ketone boasting, you know, boasting things, um, boosting situations, uh, may help, but you need to talk to your doctor and you need to make sure what you're doing to your body is, is what it needs. So you're not doing even more damage to what's already been done. So I hate that advice when I hear somebody say that it cures this and it cures that. And I'm like, ah, that doesn't, that it's not the diet that does that. Like there's stuff. It aids into a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. It helps. Simply like put. It's, yep. Yeah. It just blows my mind. And that just scares me because then there are people who are like, oh, I'm eating this steak and I'm eating all this like fatty food. And I'm like, you're getting skinnier, but your numbers aren't changing. Like you might have helped your, uh, your, um, what was it? AC1 level, AC, whatever they, uh, for what A1C levels for diabetes. Hmm. You might have corrected that, but then like you get your LDL and HDL and your, those things are elevated. And because your LDL and HDL is elevated, then your high blood pressure is, ele- high blood pressure is elevated. So you have to take that kind of medicine. It's like, you have to find the balance. It can help aid you, but you have to pay attention to what you're doing. And it goes into that. Like, um, my doctor coined it was the meta analysis. And so I use the meta analysis, like you make sure what you're doing is within this range. What you're eating is within this range, because if not, you're going to throw yourself out somewhere else. So you have to do it right for your specific body. You That's just exactly have it. to. You have and you and you have to do those checks and balances at all times. I mean, mm-hmm. like what I do now is literally a hundred percent different than what I did in the beginning. Just is because you have to listen to your body. You have to make those changes over time as your body changes. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that that's a uh, a downside to social media is that you just see someone that like was very successful at keto and you're like, Oh, let me just copy what they do or try and get a better understanding of what they do. And that could be the exact wrong advice for your body. Yep. Right. And I mean, all of this advice really just leads down to kind of the main point is just like, know yourself and be honest with yourself. Right. Um, and having a doctor, that you can text at three in the morning, like Brian, is probably helpful. But oh, we we Facetime. So hey, Doc, oh. what's going so. on? <laughs> hey, what you doc, doing? You <laughs> what you are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I'm up for you, Brian. That's what I'm <laughs> so does he listen to this podcast? No, he don't ever let him. So. He would probably drop you. As a no, client. he's he's listened to one episode. I think he's listened to a couple episodes actually. Um, uh, well, I I talked hey, about Brian's doctor. He's gonna put a restraining order on you. The uh, keto uh, <laughs> keto mitts he listened to, and he greatly enjoyed that because he uh, he wanted his um, nutritionist that's on his like certified nutritionist because he's like, hey, she's very much of the uh, um, don't do keto, keto doesn't oh. work kind of thing. She's one of those people, and so he's like, hey, just listen, and you'll hear. There's stories out there. He's like, now there's there's people far to the left 
uh, that like, just like in any segment, just like if you're a Democrat or Republican, like there's people that make sense and there's people that don't make sense. Sure. And he's like, if you're listening to the people that don't make sense, they, it makes the whole community look stupid. Yeah. Um, especially if they're the loudest voice and they're chiropractors and not medical professionals. Um, <laughs> they, they don't have a grudge. Don't. <laughs> no, I feel like I, I, I don't just... know this story. Uh, it, I mean, most of like the doctors that come out that talk yeah. about like carnivore or keto or anything like that, that are just like they, t- they tend to be very loud voices mm-hmm. are chiropractors that technically, yeah. yes, they are doctors, but they're just they're, they're not, not just chiropractors. I'm they're not, not nutritionalists. Exactly. They're not nutritionalists. Yeah. They're not like a, they're not a heart doctor. They're not like any type of medical no primary doctor. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. They're not like it's a just general, like a. Chiropractor saying like, "Oh, keto's the best thing. It'll cure cancer. It'll cure this. It'll cure that." Like, do you have rheumatoid arthritis? Go to keto. Like, keto. <laughs> <laughs> like you may be entitled to a settlement type of thing. Like that's yeah. kind of what they're pushing, and it's just like and it's loud. And so that's why, <laughs> like, when somebody drops a name like Doctor Such and Such, I don't know if you heard of this guy. And I, I don't yeah. ever like to use their names, but if you use them, like if you just look up Doctor Such and Such, and it's like it's yeah. a doctor, a chiropractor, and I'm like, oh my god, like, yeah, like, like don't don't look at their website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, even then, like the chiropractic doctors, there's a lot of weird science. I'm not gonna, I mean, like not exactly true science to a lot of that stuff. I mean, like I, holistic doctors. I mean, I, it's just like with chiropractors, just it's not. Like there isn't a whole lot of like support in like the medical community at large for everything that they do and everything that they push. Like some of the benefits, there's are there are some benefits, hundred percent, yes. Um, some of the stuff that they push, it's just like uh, you kind of sketchy, bro. Like that's, <laughs> that's not great. That's not that's not real. But I mean, that's that's going. In, I, I don't mean to piss anyone off. It's my no. opinion, and if you disagree, we're not I'll hating. Definitely we're not hating love, on the profession, like the profession. No, I would definitely love to not, hear yeah. your thoughts on it. If I, I would even love to have one of these doctors on the podcast to to say their piece. I, I'm more than happy to to have a conversation with any of them. Like if you if you say anything, you just ruined that. So how did I just ruin that? Nobody's gonna come on there after you're like, I freaking hate chiropractors. They're the worst. I mean, you were like, that's that's my opinion. Medical medical professionals think they're jokes. So I have taken my glove off and smacked them with that glove. If they want to come and duel, they're gonna smack you back. I'm gonna sit there. (laughs) I'm gonna sit there and watch. I'm just like, they're gonna "Mm." crack you back. Ryan has like some keto popcorn alternative, and he's just like, this is great. This is great right here, guys. (laughs) I'm just here to watch. That's all I'm here to do. And Steven said. Yeah, did you guys just do it? don't forget that he said this so that he just said that your entire like medical professional like practice is just a joke and that you're in like a rub and tug you know what i mean that's like that's <laughs> true facts that's the true facts right there that's what steven said it's right there so back to our like regular schedule advice like just to go through just to kind of like highlight a few things um calories are a huge gatekeeper that's the mm-hmm. gatekeeper of weight loss uh and weight change and so make sure you're your, your calorie deficit is there. You're paying attention to the calories you're eating, um, meet your macro, uh, nutrients needs. Um, so make sure you're, you're hitting your macros, uh, make sure you're leveraging the power of your protein. Uh, physical activity also plays a cru- crucial role. We didn't talk much about that, but like the more you move, the more your body, your body burns more fat that way. So the more that you're moving, you're not sedentary, um, which you can lose weight by just eating keto. Like my first few months I yeah. lost 60 pounds by not doing anything this like changing the way i ate my doctor always says you could either move more 
or eat less. Yeah. And it's so simple and so true. Move more or eat less. Yeah. Or if you move more, you, you eat more. Like, I know. It's mind blowing. I'm going to get that tattooed on my other wrist. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. So you're like, I didn't eat much today. So I got I to gotta make sure I move. What Taylor um, didn't mention was like under the breathe tattoo is also just her to-do list that she writes. Yeah. Yeah. Get milk. <laughs> let dogs out. <laughs> get supplies to make bunny milk. So, Shower. Bunny so. milk ingredients. Chew. Don't one throat it. So that's the... Uh, that's Steve's That's advice, what she actually. said. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, but we're all thinking it. Everybody listening to this is going to think that. Is, is I this mean, the Steven, piece that you want me to edit out, Taylor? So, is that it? No, that's funny. That's good. good. This is this is <laughs> like I mean, this is quality. This is gold. This is this yeah, is what you call it. this is what you call gold in the podcast business. I don't know. We're mining it right now. Uh, be mindful of your well-being. So pay attention to your mental health. Make yeah. sure you're there. Uh, it's okay to get down on yourself. It's okay to like recognize your downtimes, figure out what's making you down, figure out what your vices are, mm-hmm. uh, push yourself to make sure that you can be better than those vices. That's, that's the, the strength there. Find them. Uh, it's not avoiding it. Like you're, if you're, if you're there to try to avoid something that you, that you, that conquered you in the past, you're not going to conquer it. All you're doing is just going down a different street and sure. eventually those streets are going to end up together and you're going to fail again. So pay attention to that. Um, if it sounds too good to be true, like the, probably what, is. You, what is it called? Exogenous. T- how do you say it? Exogenous. Exogenous. Is that exogenous? See, that's uh, to me, like, I'm like, that's a made up word already. Uh, ketones, <laughs> the liquid ketones that all you're doing, if it sounds too good to be true, it most likely is too good to be true. Mm-hmm. And then take a look at the bigger picture. Like your health is the bigger picture here. So do things that are making your body feel good and is actually doing good for your body. So keep track of it. Don't be afraid of the doctor go there even if you know that there's gonna be some bad news go there learn from it and then figure out how to correct it that's basically what it is i have i have um advice that i want to give really quick really really quick i promise um the keto diet is kind of trendy right now it is it's a trendy diet right now and uh as it i hate that too it it is but it is i'm gonna be honest and as it gains popularity there will be more and more keto friendly foods and it'll say keto all over these boxes and uh you're like okay good to go it says keto I'm gonna grab it we're good to go and then you look at it and these ingredients are number one garbage just terrible for you number two either 19,000 calories for a fourth of a cup of cereal that freaking sucks nobody's eating a fourth of a (laughs) cup of cereal let's be I mean nobody is eating a fourth cup of cereal right or and I hate to break it to you guys, it's loaded with high glycemic sugar and it's not really keto. So you have to learn um, how to read a nutrition label and how to read the ingredients to know if they are in fact keto friendly or not. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a huge deal. I mean, that's uh, Stephen and I it's talk about it all the time. And you listen to it all the time. We say, read the labels, pay attention to it. Now, we had to get educated on m- maltolol or whatever. Maltitol. Maltitol. And then... Um, exogenous, yep. A- exogenous ketones. I can say it now, <laughs> exogenous. It took me a long time to say cin- cinnamon. I can't even say it now. Cinnamon. <laughs> when I was a kid, like I used to say, <laughs> we, had a, we had this town that was like north of us and it was Seminole. So I'd always like Seminole. And so I, I could never could say cinnamon uh, or aluminum. And now I can, so I'm. I feel like I'm an accomplished adult. Aluminium, like, uh, ex- exogenous, exogenous, exogenous. Okay, this is just a. Can you please this name a- this podcast exogenous? 
Exogenous advice. advice. Exogenous advice. advice. Okay, I'm for it. And we will have to. We'll have to start charging for it, though. That's the one thing. Sixty day, sixty day plans for our sixty podcast. day reset. Sixty hour reboot <laughs> so. for for a bunch of schmucks talking about ketones. That's what it is. So that's. I mean, I mean, but they get what they get out of it, you know. Extra P, and you get a beautiful voices just flowing into your ear holes. That's what <laughs> about everything. But, awesome. Well, uh, um, yeah. So I'm glad listeners. that you. Yeah, I'm glad if you Taylor let us know talking. about Maltitol. Me, I was letting you know. Okay. I was glad to figure out because I didn't know. I mean, this is two years in that I did not know about uh, Maltitol or whatever it is. And there's like so many things that I don't know either. Like you're going to yeah. have to continually learn. And it's sad because now I don't have my 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 after my pre pre pickup school snacks, and so I'm going to try to make one for you. I'm going to I'm going to. I'm going to try it and it's going to be good for you. So let me tell you, Russell Stover has stuff. And then the first ingredient was it. And I was like, you dicks. Like, I was so <laughs> first mad. ingredient. So oh my gosh. First ingredient. I was like, you dicks. You guys it doesn't are all make doing your tummy hurt. No, I've never had any issues with it. So, but I don't eat that much. Like it's a tiny bag of like M&M peanuts. I eat one bag a day. And so like now I'm just like this bitter old man that's telling people to get off my yard. So yeah, his keto yard. His keto yard. <laughs> Well, anyways, for our listeners who don't follow Taylor, it's uh, at Hello Healthy, Hello Happy. Did I get that right? Yeah, you got it right. For yeah. one. For one. First time. The bro. first time. Uh, also known as Quadruple H. Um, 4H. Definitely. It's Quadruple H. Yeah. 4H. Put some respect on that name. Uh, definitely check her I mean, Instagram out. And... 4H is a huge deal, bro. <laughs> Just be and shocked. You can reach by... out to me. Reach out to me whenever you want. I check my DMs all the time. And. I will try to give honest and real advice and probably not let you uh, take those exogenous ketones. I'll give you some other advice instead. There we go. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you guys.